0: It started with a slip of the tongue. At first, Marta Richter thought she'd misunderstood him. She felt exhausted after the two month murder trial and couldn't always hear her client through the thick, bulletproof window. You mean you struggled in his grasp, Marta corrected. Elliot Steer didn't reply, but brushed ash from his chair on the defendant's side of the window. In his charcoal Brioni suit and a white shirt with a cutaway collar, Steer looked incongruous but not uncomfortable in the jailhouse setting. The businessman's cool was the stuff of tabloid legend. The tabs reported that on the night Steer had been arrested for murder, he'd demanded only one phone call to his stockbroker. That's what I said, Steer answered after a moment. I struggled in his grasp. No, you said he struggled in your grasp. It was self-defense, not murder. You were struggling, not him. A faint smile flickered across Steer's strong mouth. He had a finely boned nose, flat brown eyes, and suspiciously few crow's feet for a real estate developer. In magazine photos, Steer looked attractive, but the fluorescent lights of the interview room hollowed his cheeks and dulled his sandy hair. What's the point? The trial's over. The jury's out. It doesn't matter anymore who's struggling with who. Whom. What's that supposed to mean? Marta asked. She didn't want him to play word games. She wanted him to praise her brilliant defense. It was the case of her career, and Steer's acquittal was in the bag. Of course it matters. Why? What if it wasn't self-defense? What if I murdered him like the DA said? So what? Marta blinked, irritated. But that's not the way it happened. He was trying to hijack your car. He attacked you with a knife. He threatened to kill you. You shot him in self-defense. In the back of the head? There was a struggle. You had your gun and you fired. Without realizing it, Marta was repeating the words of her closing argument. The jury had adjourned to deliberate only minutes earlier. You panicked in fear of your life. You really bought that. Steer crossed one long leg over the other, and a triangle of tailored pant flopped over with a fine pressed crease. In fear of my life? I stole that line from a cop show. The one where everybody smokes. You know the show? Marta's mouth went dry. She didn't watch TV even when she was on. Another television lawyer with wide-set blue eyes and chin-length hair highlighted blonde. A hardness around her eyes and a softness under her chin told the viewers she wasn't 30 anymore. Still, Marta looked good on the tube and knew how to handle herself. Explain the defense in a sound bite and bicker with the prosecutor. Wrap it up with wit. Smile for the beauty shot. What is this, a joke? What's TV have to do with anything? Everything, my story, my defense, was fiction. Rich white guy, carjacked by poor black guy. White guy has registered Glock for protection. Black guy has x knife. Not a good match. Steer eased back into his chair. The jury bought it because it was what they expected, what they see on TV. Marta's lips parted in disbelief. The news struck like an assault, stunning and violent. Her mind reeled. Her face felt hot. She braced her manicured fingers against the cold aluminum ledge and fought for her bearings. "'What are you saying?' "'I'm guilty as sin, dear.' Steer's gaze was point-blank and his voice tinny as it passed through a thin metal grate under the bulletproof window." The cinder block walls of the interview room, lacquered, calcium white, seemed suddenly to be closing in on Marta. "'But he slashed your cheek with the knife,' she said, uncomprehending. He was dead at the time. I held his hand, with the knife in it. "'They found fibers from your tux on his hands and clothes.' There was a struggle. He put up a fight, mostly begging, boo-hooing like a little girl." Marta's stomach turned over. Tell me the whole story. The truth...